Welcome to Help Me Podcast, a show designed to help you launch and grow your podcast. I am your host, Gino, and twice a week, I will release a new episode with different tips and tricks for launching and growing your podcast. From audio engineering to planning intentionally to growth tactics, each episode will be a bite-sized tip to help you podcast. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for being here and thank you for tuning in once again. Today, we're going to talk about audio interfaces and what you need to know about them to record your podcast. So the first question to address when talking about audio interfaces is, do you actually need an audio interface to record? And the answer is pretty straightforward. If you're using a USB microphone, then you will not need an audio interface in order to record your podcast. So you only need an audio interface if you're using a microphone that uses an XLR cable. So way back in episode two of this podcast, I talked about the differences between a USB and an XLR microphone. So if you want to learn more about the differences between the two, you can go listen to that episode. But for the sake of this episode, the differences are the way that the microphones are connected. A USB microphone kind of houses everything in the microphone itself, where an XLR microphone needs an audio interface in order for you to record audio with it into your computer. So let's first talk about what the audio interface actually does. If you Google search an audio interface, you're going to see some sort of box that has a bunch of connections on it and some knobs. And that's pretty much you know, all it looks like visually. But really what we're doing here is we're converting signals and we're kind of changing the way that things are connected. So the, the main important things that we're gonna look at on an audio interface are the inputs and the outputs. So you're inputting an XLR cable. You're going to be inputting the XLR cable that's plugged into your microphone. Now, this is how we're going to transfer that audio signal and make it into a digital signal that your computer can then interpret. So depending on what kind of interface you'll have, you may have one input for an XLR cable or you may have multiple. We'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute, but then we're also gonna be looking at the output of your audio interface. So your output of your interface will usually be a USB cable that plugs in from the back of your interface into your computer. This is again how the audio signal is gonna travel from your microphone into your computer. Some other outputs on an audio interface will also be a headphone jack. Most interfaces will allow you to plug in a headphone so that you can listen back and you can monitor yourself. And then some audio interfaces will actually have dedicated, dedicated speaker monitors so that you can hook up studio monitors or some other sort of external speaker directly from your audio interface. So really it's gonna be the hub of connection and the inputs and the outputs are what we really need to focus on and to pay attention to. But also what the interface does is it has what's called a preamplifier. And a preamplifier is basically what's going to take your microphone level and boost that level into a signal that you can then use. Because an XLR microphone is recording at such as a low level signal, it needs to be boosted in order to be used. And this is true 
for a USB microphone as well, although the audio interface is kind of all built into the microphone. That's why uh, back in episode two, when I talked about USB microphones versus XLR microphones, I talked about how the USB microphone is basically an all-in-one unit. It's a microphone and an interface kind of all in the body of a microphone. But what audio interfaces allow you to do and what using an XLR microphone allows you to do is to swap out the microphones. You can plug in any microphone into an audio interface. You can use an old microphone, a new microphone, a cheap microphone, an expensive microphone. It allows you the flexibility to use whatever kind of mic you want as long as it's an XLR connection. But getting back to the preamps or the preamplifiers, this is what allows you to boost your microphone signal to what we call a usable level. And also what you need to know about these is they are also adjustable. So you will notice on every audio interface where there's an input, there's going to be a knob that says gain knob or volume adjustment. And this is how you're going to set the levels of your microphone and you're going to be able to turn them up or turn them down depending on what type of microphone you have or how loud you're speaking. All these variables will kind of determine how much gain you will need from your microphone's preamps. All right, so now let's talk about different brands and who is making these audio interfaces. So the two affordable kind of interfaces out there that have a reputable name and people use them very frequently one is called Focusrite, and the other one is called PreSonus. These two companies are known for making pretty reliable products, and they are definitely on the affordable end. They're not super expensive, like music studio interfaces. They are interfaces that people use in home studios and people use for podcasting all the time. There's also some other brands out there. Behringer is another kind of budget brand, a little bit cheaper than these two brands. But if you Google search audio interface, you'll see a bunch of different names that come up. I recommend and have always used Focusrite interfaces since the day I started recording, and I've never really had any issues with them at all. So let's talk about how to pick out your audio interface. So if you're a solo podcaster and you only have one microphone and you know, you're kind of like this podcast here where it's just me speaking and you know, you know, you're never going to expand it and you only need one microphone, then you can get away with a one channel audio interface. But if you have two people on your podcast and you need to record them in the same room, for example, if you and your roommate are starting a podcast and you both want to be able to record your conversation, you're both going to need a microphone and you're also going to need an input on an audio interface. So you would have to then get a two-channel interface. So really, you can pick the channel of your interface depending on how many inputs you plan on having. One thing to note is that you do not want to use two audio interfaces at the same time. It's not going to work out well for you because wherever you're recording your podcast through whatever computer program you're using will not let you use two interfaces at once. So if you are going to be recording two people, make sure to have a two-channel audio interface, not two one-channel audio interfaces. This won't work. Recording two people at once is what's called multi-channel recording. And in order to multi-channel record, you will need an interface that has multiple channels. Now for a podcast, I can't really see you needing any more than like maybe four. Four kind of seems like the most amount of microphones that you would want at once. I think four people on a podcast is probably pretty crowded and there's probably not that many podcasts out there with more than that. Now, 
Price is also something that you wanna think about when you're purchasing an interface. The more channels that you have is obviously gonna drive up the cost of your interface. So a one channel interface, you know, the two brands that we talked about, PreSonus and Focusrite, you can probably get for around 100 and 150 bucks. And it kind of goes up from there depending on how many channels you need. I have an eight channel Focusrite interface and back a couple years ago when I bought it, it was like 500 bucks. So, you know, you can kind of do the math between one and eight channels between 100 and 500 bucks. I'll leave some links in the description to some of the interfaces that I'm talking about so that you can look them up on Amazon and get a start and feel of what these interfaces look like. Lastly, I wanna discuss a little bit about how to use an audio interface. They are pretty straightforward and pretty easy to use nowadays, but some of them will still require drivers in order to get them to work on your computer, which usually isn't a big deal. Usually you can go to the website. So if you have a Focusrite interface, you can go to focusrite.com, pick the product that you have, and then I think mostly you only have to do this on Windows computers, but uh, you know, you'll go ahead and pick the driver that you need download it and then it'll, you know, it'll just work with your computer and you won't have to worry about anything. To use them, they're very simple. You basically just get your microphone, you plug in an XLR cable into your microphone and then you plug the other end into your audio interface and then you just get your USB cable that should come with the interface and you plug that into the back of the interface and then plug the other end into your computer into a normal USB port and then and then your microphone will now be able to be recorded with your computer. Now, depending on what program you are using to record audio, whether it's Audacity or GarageBand or Reaper, it might look a little different for setting it up, but for Reaper, for example, you can go into the audio settings that usually come up right when you open the application anyways, and you'll pick the audio input and it'll be labeled Focusrite. And then it's hooked up and I can start accepting audio into Reaper. So it's pretty straightforward. Um, the only other thing that you might wanna know about is that if you are using a condenser microphone, you will need what's called 48 volt phantom power. This is just because condenser microphones need to be powered in order to work, but luckily your audio interface will provide this power. So. On all audio interfaces, you will see a button that says 48 volt phantom power, or like on my Focusrite interface, it just says 48V. And once you click that button, it'll then turn that power on and your condenser microphone will then start to work. So you only need to turn this button on if you're using a condenser microphone. And if you're not, then you don't have to worry about it. So I hope this clears up any confusion about audio interfaces. I know sometimes it can be confusing because you know you buy an, a USB microphone and maybe you read an article that says you need an audio interface and really you will only need an audio interface if you're using an XLR microphone. If you're using a USB microphone, you will not need an interface because everything is built into the USB microphone itself. So advantages of using a audio interface and an XLR mic is like I said before, you can kind of change up your mics and you can also allow for multi-channel recording. You can record two microphones at once or three, four microphones, depending on how big your audio interface is. So I hope this podcast was helpful. Thank you for listening as always, and I will see you in the next episode. We've reached the end of the episode, and if you enjoyed this podcast or you got something from it, 
you might be interested in my weekly newsletter that I send out every Monday morning full of podcasting tips, tricks, and news. So if you like this show, you might like this newsletter. To sign up, just go to the show notes and click the link. Thanks for listening and happy podcasting.